Hi, I'm Coach Corey Ween, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be the cure for the crazy ex-girlfriend. Well, I've got actually three short emails from a coaching client of mine that I've done a couple phone sessions with. And about five, six months ago, he broke up with his girlfriend, who at the time, it was the happiest he'd ever been. He thought she was the hottest girl he'd ever dated. And he believes that she's the hottest girl in town. And he's obviously really in love with her, really cares about her. And this guy's very successful, type A, alpha male, is used to getting the things that he wants in life. And he has lots of attention from other women. And so basically what happened about four or five months ago, he had somebody who was a friend get involved and spread a bunch of bullshit to his girlfriend about himself in order to make him look bad because it's obvious that that person was trying to get in her pants and so she ends up breaking up with him and so he spent like basically the last six months groveling and apologizing and taking ownership of the breakup when the reality is is that his ex-girlfriend took things that happened in their relationship in that, that was shared in confidence and spread to her friends and family after the breakup, which obviously made him look really bad. And the reality is it was all based on a bunch of bullshit. And so what I had instructed him to do is that, because remember, he's, he's the one that got dumped. He didn't want to be dumped. She stuck him in friend zone. Immediately after they broke up, she started dating and sleeping with some other guy. And she's actually still sleeping with this other guy that she supposedly doesn't really care about. And so the problem is, is she's reaching out to him because obviously he's dating and he's doing well. He was on a date with, you know, same thing that, that I wrote about in my book, 3% Man. It's so interesting to see the parallels between his story and what I went through with a girl I was dating for about a year and a half it was vacillating back and forth between being friends, dating, stuck in friend zone, and how I finally basically got out of it because she was also dating some other guy at the time and things had progressed. And I just said, you're either in or you're out. You either want to date me or you don't. The only thing we haven't done yet is make love. It's like, come over and let's make love. Otherwise, I'm moving on with my life and I wish you all the best. I'm not interested in being your your buddy your pal being stuck in friend zone while you date this other guy i'm just not interested in that and she was upset she went back and forth and over the period of about a week she called me and said i'm in and so she came over to my place and one of the things i talk about in seven principles to get an ex back is it you know in most cases most of the guys that come to me they've been the ones that got dumped and therefore, it, it, there's no point in chasing after a woman when not only does she not want to get back together with you, but she's dating and sleeping with somebody else. And so the idea is it's like a negotiation, if you will. In other words, the breakup happened. You couldn't come together on terms and therefore you go your separate ways. And so as I'm going through these emails here, what I've told him to do is just straight out of seven principles get an expect. The problem is because is he's really in love with this girl He's not following it. He's kind of doing some of the things, but some of the other things that I've told him to do, he's doing the opposite of it. And what I explained to him is it was a pretty big deal 
Because until I did my first phone session with him, he was thinking, oh, Corey's just going to lay into me and tell me how badly I fucked up. And when I got done with the end of the phone session, he was like, I was not expecting that. And so it's a big thing to go back after he's basically spent the last six months say, you know, taking ownership of the breakup, saying it was all his fault for these perceived infractions, but completely ignoring his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend's lack of integrity and the fact that things that were between the two of them got blabbed to the whole community thanks to her. And so now basically all of her friends and all of her family think he's a fucking dirtbag which is all based on a bunch of fucking lies and bullshit due to a third party who was just basically trying to rip off his girlfriend. And so obviously you can imagine women being emotional beings, really in touch with their emotions. She's not excited about going back to her friends and family and saying, oh, I got bad information and basically accepting that she was the one that blew up their relationship. And what I did tell him is that she's going to test the shit out of you. She's going to come at you in 10 different directions to cr- to try to get you to agree to go back to allowing her to browbeat you and make you feel guilty about the breakup and get you to take ownership of it. I said, just be aware she's going to try it. And sure enough, she did. And he fucking fell for it, unfortunately. And he's still falling for it, unfortunately. So because my... I'm always booked like two weeks in advance with phone sessions. It's like, you know, he sent these in and it's just I'm not able to get them in in my schedule because I'm just fucking busy. So, I mean, obviously it's a good problem for me to have, but obviously in this case, but he's a really cool guy. I like him a lot. I really respect this dude. He's awesome, but it's just like you could see how one little small cute hot girl can just take the strongest most masculine men and just turn them into a fucking gumby if you will with a spine made of rubber and that just is not going to work especially in this situation where in order for the two of them to start dating and it to be public again in their social circle she's going to have to eat a lot of crow and so she's testing the shit out of him and he's just kind of flopping all over the place going back on his word because remember we do things based on emotions and we use logic and reason to justify our decisions which are based on emotions. So with that said, I got a quote that I wrote because this is going to be important to understand here, especially if you're in a similar situation with an ex that you're trying to resolve and there's like a power play going back and forth. So the quote says, in any negotiation, The person who has the most to lose has the least amount of leverage. When parties to a negotiation are too far apart on terms for a win-win deal to be possible, the best solution is to table the negotiation for a later date in the future when all parties are more flexible and open to do a deal. The strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away forever and mean it. This means that the current terms of any potential deal are so undesirable that not only is no deal possible, but it's simply not worth the time, energy, or effort to pursue any further without significant concessions from the other parties. And so what you're going to see is they're getting together for dinners and hanging out and having drinks. He wants to seduce her. Remember, hang out, have fun, and hook up. And the problem is, is that she leaves and she's really clever at how she goes about this. 
And he's making the state mistake of going right back into chasing after her and doing things on her terms, which obviously ends in predictable, undesirable results for him. So this is, this is the first email I got in the past week from him. And he said, hey, Corey, I wanted to update you on how last night went. And so when I my last phone session I did with him, she was actually coming over because like I talk about in Seven Principles Getting Next Back, you're willing to hear her out. You're willing to give her another shot at winning you back. You're willing to potentially give her another chance. But you're skeptical. You're not really excited. You're not happy with the way things went down in the past. And so she really, really better better be sorry about what she did and really go out of her way to be willing to make it up to you. And that's why I say you want the woman to come to your place. The farthest distance that you should travel to see her is the distance it takes to go from wherever you are in your house to your front door to let her in, and that's it. That means you don't meet her out for coffee. That means you don't go to lunch. That means you don't go to her house. That means you don't go pick her up and take her out on a date. You do none of that. Three dates in a row, she must come to your place. And if you hang out, you have fun, you hook up all three times in a row, then you can take her out and pick her up and do those things. And obviously, you'll see here in a second, this girl didn't do that. And he just like threw everything out the window. So he says, she came over, we drank wine. I got her laughing and touching me. And when I went for the kiss, she said she wasn't ready and there were still too many emotions. Now keep in mind, this is a woman that is fucking another guy that she supposedly is not that into. So she obviously hasn't ditched this other guy either. So remember, the idea is he's willing to hear her out. He's willing to give her a chance to come over and talk and just see where it goes from there. So in other words, he's willing to invest very little. Now, why would he want to be investing very little in this? Because he's got new girls in his life. He was out on a date with a really hot girl and one of his ex-girlfriend's friends saw them and of course told her and like literally when he was on the date, she was texting. I had the same thing happen. I was actually the next morning after I'd been up all night with this other girl and I had run into her employer and of course the phone rang at like 9.01 a.m. as I'm driving into the office that morning and it was her asking him, you know, obviously she brought, how, how'd your evening go last night? How I was calling to see how your night and your evening went. <laughs> Completely changed her attitude and that's what happened in this case because she'd been kind of distant and aloof and as soon as she finds out he's on a date with a really attractive woman completely changed her attitude so it changes the position of leverage in to his favor so now keep in mind you're not really excited about getting back together remember drama free zone right no fucking drama allowed and so this woman has brought a shit ton of fucking drama into his life and so and the right way he should be looking at is I'm not really crazy about spending time with her. Yeah, I love the girl, but it's like she did me dirty. She fucking dicked me over. She let some fucking parasite who was supposedly a friend of mine get in between us. And then on top of that, the lies she went and spread to everybody in our social circle. And on top of that, things I had shared with her in confidence, she went and blabbed that shit to everybody as well. So she really fucked up. 
And quite frankly, why would I want to be in a relationship with a woman like that? I mean, this is the kind of mindset you should have. But because he's in love with her and thinks she's amazing, he's drunk with his infatuation, he just doesn't see any of that. Even though I explain these things over and over in the two phone sessions I've had with him, he's still obviously struggling with it because he just wants her back. So from a leverage perspective, emotionally, he's in a weak position. So they were supposed to come over and make dinner together. But obviously, it, it sounds like he made plans to take her out to dinner, which, again, is you don't take a girl like this out to dinner and spend money on her in a way like In other words, you're having a chill evening at your house. Come on over. Let's make dinner together. We'll have some wine, have some beers or coffee or whatever if you're a non-drinker, that kind of thing. Therefore, she's coming to your castle, your kingdom. It's on your terms. If she doesn't want to do that, then you simply withdraw the offer. And hey, we'll do it some other time when I'm you know, maybe up for meeting you out. Because the reality is, is you reward a woman for treating you well with the greatest gift you can give anybody, which is a gift of your time. If she treats you like shit and like dirt like this girl did, she gets the gift of missing you. So if she comes over, you'll hang out and you make dinner. But obviously... She didn't stick around for dinner. So here, let's listen to what happens next. So she left and I went to dinner without her. She then texted me while I was at dinner that she was going to be up for a few hours and to come over. So he's saying, all right, I'm in like Flynn now. I'm going to everything's going to be great. But that would be chasing. I'd say, no, I would have said, I mean, in this case, he should have been staying at his house having dinner. But if he's out, then I would have said, well, I'm kind of tired. You know, if you want to come over and hang out, that'd be great. Otherwise, you know, maybe some other night. You know, we were supposed to spend the evening together and then you left after a little, little while. So I'm going to pass on coming over. Same thing. She wouldn't let me escalate physically, but was laying on me, holding hands, touching me a lot and was giving me fuck me eyes. Now he's going to her castle. It's the equivalent of taking the negotiating table and strapping it to the roof of your car and driving it over to her house. The strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away forever and mean it. Remember, she's supposed to be the one groveling to him and fixing this. And obviously, these are not the actions of a guy who has that perception. He he did great. She came over. And then it's like all the shit went right out the fucking door and he went right back to chasing and groveling like he did before. She then told me out of the blue to go get my dog, which I thought meant to go get my dog and bring her over so I could spend the night. Again, does this sound like a guy who's going, I'll give you a shot. I'll see what you got to say. This sounds like a guy who's willing to fucking drop anything to spend any bit of time with this girl now keep in mind she's fucking another guy she's not sleeping with him they haven't hooked up in six months now i said okay i'll go get her and be back she then clarified that she meant she had to go to sleep therefore she's ending it ending the evening and she wasn't ready to sleep with me yet it just meant that my dog had been alone for a long time and she was worried about her he says she loves my dog No, she was just telling you to leave, to jerk you around, because you should have been over at her house in the first place. She kept saying stuff like, if we get back together, blah, blah, blah. Again, you look at what people do, not what they say. This is the same thing that's been going on for like six months. You know, they've gone times where they haven't talked for several weeks or a month, 
and then she reaches out and this is kind of basically how it goes so he basically went right back to doing what he was doing before which was getting him nowhere and i just said look let's hang out let's enjoy each other's company and have fun she again cried a lot so i gave her a hug and left she wasn't letting me kiss her so she's not acting normal she's acting passive aggressive and partly because again she's sleeping with another guy and not him I stayed at her place until around 1 a.m. So I get home and she texts me that my energy changed and she felt super uncomfortable when I left. So now she goes right back into browbeating him. It's all your fault. How could you do this to me? I'm so hurt. Oh, poor me. And again, because he's all emotional, he should have just gone right back into, hey, you know, I'm willing to hear you out and give you another chance, but you got to make this right with everybody in the family and all, all of our friends. So it, again, it goes right back into he's just accepting it's all his fault that they broke up and he's the bad guy. So what that tells her is that I made the right decision by breaking up with him and dating somebody else. So he's actually validating her choice to blame him for the breakup and continue dating the other guy. And on top of that, she's trying to make him feel like shit. Because if she can make him take ownership, then guess what? She's got no guilt. She didn't do anything wrong. When in reality, this whole thing is her fault. I can tell you with certainty that I didn't do anything, so I just said that she was projecting something onto me that I didn't feel any kind of way about. That is a correct statement. And that's a good response. She said that even if I didn't feel that way, she did, and really needed to take things slow because her emotions are super high, and that I didn't understand because she's really emotional and scared of being hurt again. Why should she be scared of being hurt? She's the one that ruined the relationship. She's the one that fucked it up. Again, that's little ways to bait him and try to say it's all your fault. He says, what the hell is going on here? I'm not sure how to proceed other than continuing to see her and continuing to try to escalate but maybe be more aware of her comfort level. So he's... Like, I'm going to continue jumping through my butt to try to please her and calm her down so she doesn't get upset. Dude, you should be upset with her. You should be tired of this bullshit. This should be the kind of thing that you're just not interested. Remember, what's the cup say? No drama allowed. There's nothing better than having a drama-free life. It does feel like things are progressing, but each night ends with a massive shit test instead of sex. Well, it ends with you running after her and doing things on her terms and not doing the things I suggested and going back to trying what you've tried for six months, which has gotten nowhere. And so my quick response to him was stop going to her. She needs to come to you. If she wants to see you, she should come to you. You're giving control back to her by going to her and then being told what to do and then she jerks you around like a yo-yo. She must earn another chance with you, not the other way around. If she wants to see you, she can come over. Otherwise, you're not going to her. She must fix this. She blew it up. It's not your job to go to her so she can repair things. She is also not behaving like a normal person. Instead of being natural, she holds back and is being fake and manipulative and then blames you for not sleeping with you or feeling comfortable. I would have told her to come over instead of going to her. You fucked up by going to her. If she wants to see you, she can come over. If she wants to talk, she can come over. That's it. If she asks, why are you being this way? Remind her that she is the one who fucked things up and therefore she must fix it and prove to you that she's committed to treating you right 
in making things right. No half measures. If she is unsure, tell her to get in touch when she figures it out. So in other words, from a negotiating perspective, there's an iron wall. It's like you can only get through the gates if you have the correct password and you do everything right. So he's got to hold her feet to the fire. And so she doesn't want to take blame or ownership of it. And so it's like trying to hold, if you've ever been fishing and had a big fish that's slimy and wiggling in your hands, that's basically what she's doing. So here's a second email after a few days after that. More and more shit tests. She texts me some nice stuff on, on Saturday to which I reply. I don't initiate anything. And then after not texting her at all on Sunday, she texts me and says she's assuming my feelings have changed since I didn't reach out to her for one whole day and to have a nice life basically. So I would have just said, look, you're still dating and sleeping with another guy. So my feelings haven't changed. You need to resolve that issue with that other guy. You need to fix things with your family and you need to tell them the truth of what happened. You have to continually give a united front. Just because she comes in at a different angle, you don't just cave and go right back to what wasn't working. So it blew over. She texts me all day. The day after, she initiated all the contact and I was slow to respond. I didn't contact her Sunday and she sends me a message saying, since you're not reaching out to me and following through, I'm assuming your feelings have changed. Have a nice life, basically. And he says, I responded, please don't assume my feelings. If I felt differently about seeing you, I wouldn't be spending time with you. I wouldn't have been saying please. It just shows you the mindset, dude. It's like you're groveling and you're begging for any scrap of attention from her. Now, notice what he says next. I honestly have no idea to handle all these shit tests, man. Dude, the shit test really shouldn't be your issue. That's part of the problem. You're going, Corey, how can I jump through my butt to make her like me again? That's the wrong mindset. She's supposed to be jumping through her butt. Like I said in the original response, she's got to fix all this. And you're letting her wiggle out of it. Like the fish, the slimy fish in your hands, you're, you're just letting her wiggle right out of it. So this was his most recent email I just got the other day. Hey, coach, tried to book another phone session, but I cannot get in for two weeks and need some advice before then if you have the time. So things were going fairly well until recently with my ex. I saw her several times last week. Friday we had fun and she was texting me all day Saturday and I responded, kept it light and short. I let her initiate all the contact. On Sunday, I didn't reach out to her. And then she basically texts me and says, have a nice life. So he says, I ran into her on Monday walking our dogs and we end up talking for a couple of hours. I would have invited her back over. I was like, well, why don't we go back to my place and we can chat some more and pop pop, pop bottle of wine or whatever. And she just said, no, it's like, all right, well, I got to run. I'm kind of busy. I got things I got to do. Call me if you want to come over later. She basically said that she thought I was playing games. I told her that I would. Remember, she's the one refusing to kiss him, the one inviting him over and then telling him to leave. And I enjoyed spending time with her again. She said she wanted to take it slow, sexually, emotionally, but wanted to stay in contact more. In other words, I want to keep you as a little backup until I decide what I'm going to do with this other guy. Again, more giving his power away to her. She asked me to go to dinner with her on Tuesday, and I agreed. Dude, no fucking dinners. You don't go to dinner with this girl. You don't spend money on her taking her to dinner. 
you're basically validating her being an absolute jackass to you. If she wants to see you, she can come to your place. Everything again going well on Tuesday, but at the end of the night, I made a big mistake. I said, I've never been with a girl that wouldn't kiss me. This is uncharted territory for me. I meant it as a joke, but she flipped out and said, you want me just to do what you want me to do and be submissive to you, and I'm not like that. It's like, I like that statement. You want me to do just what you want me to do and be submissive to you. Yes, that's what a woman is supposed to do, to submit to her man and trust his lead. He says, that's obviously not what I meant. She ended up sending me a message stating, so here's another more browbeating. It's all your fault. Poor me. Oh, I'm a little poor, poor girl. My big meanie ex-boyfriend's not nice to me. Keep in mind, she's fucking another guy this whole time. She says, I honestly think we're just two very different places emotionally and expectations of this relationship. Well, there's not a relationship. She's actually fucking another guy. But again, she's a master manipulator, just dangling the little carrot because, you know, she knows like a little cat, he's going to fucking swing at it. No matter how many times I tell you my position, you always say, just get over it and it's not the same thing, etc. And each time I show up or make an effort, she ain't really making an effort. You always say you want more and are pushy, but when I call you out, you take a step back and then do it again. It's part of the problem with chasing her and running after her instead of making her come over. Because if she's coming to you, she's chasing you. When you drive to her, when you take her to a restaurant, you are chasing her. You're doing things on her terms. If she said, hey, let's go to dinner Tuesday, I say, well, let's do dinner at my place. If she says, no, let's go out, just say, nah, I just want to hang, maybe have some wine or whatever and continue chatting. I'm, I'm up for that. I don't want to go to dinner. Besides, you're dating and sleeping with some other guy. Let him take you to dinner. I'd say something like, I'd throw something like that in her face, especially with as nasty as she's being. That comment last night really turned me off. You might have meant something different, but having those words come out of your mouth, it's hard to think you meant something else when you say, I've never had a girl treat me like this in my life, and nor do I want her to. So again, she's had six months of being able to intimidate him with threats of the end of the relationship. I'm never going to be that way. Bottom line is you want me to be who I was with you and I feel pressured each time we have hung out and like you don't really understand why I feel the way I do. It's hard for me to just go back and act like you are. Again, this is all her fuck up. She, if she's feeling upset, she did it to herself. That's the kind of thing you got to keep bringing her back to. You did this. You fucked it up. And he did do right a few weeks ago when she came over and he did tell her this and she was taken aback by it. And it changed her fucking attitude after, you know, she saw, you know, her friend saw him on a date with another girl. But problem is he went right back to behaving exactly the same way he was before. And that's why he's stuck in limbo. I appreciate your time and effort the few times we hung out. But you and I are very different places and I see it continuing this way. In other words, she's, that's a true statement. She's basically saying, you're going to continue to act like a beta male and I'm going to walk all over you and you're not going to stand up to me and you're not going to call me out on my bullshit. And that's what a woman wants. She wants it. She deep down knows that she fucked up and she was out of line. But you're letting her off the hook by your Mr. Nice Guy white and shining armor routine. I care about you and I want you to be happy. If I run into you, I won't be mean or dismissive. I just can't see this going well based on where we are and where my family and friends are, which that's her fault. I told her I appreciate her articulating what she wanted. If she wanted to see me again to let me know. 
I would have responded a little differently to that. I would have just said, your family and friends are where they are because you violated my trust and you shared things based on a lie from this parasite, this fucking snake in the grass who was supposedly a friend of mine who's basically trying to get with you. And obviously the guy's been successful at breaking us up. So if you're not going to fix things with your family and your friends and tell them it was all your fault, then it doesn't really matter anyways because this is not resolvable. Women have to know that they push you too far. You will walk and never look back. And no matter what this girl does, he just keeps putting up with it. And he doesn't call her out. He doesn't put her in her place. He, his response is basically saying, okay, yeah, the breakup's all my fault. And yeah, your family and friends hating me is all my fault too. Even though he's told her that it was her fault. And so women are going to keep coming at you and keep testing you with the same bullshit if you let them get away with it. And unfortunately, he's been letting her get away with it. He's still letting her get away with it. I don't know what's going on here or how to proceed. She was really warming up to me and giving me all the signs that her attraction level was growing and I feel like I absolutely blew it. Well, I mean, that's kind of mostly true because you didn't really do what we talked about. Fact is, I'm totally crazy about her, but I've been trying to hide it as best I can. Well, you driving to pick her up, driving to take her to dinner and all these other things, you're doing everything on her terms. You're letting her set the pace. You're basically still letting her be the man in the relationship and that's why she's basically a bridezilla at this point. Clearly, I haven't been doing as good a job as I thought. True statement. So what I would do at this point is nothing. You have to have the balls to stand up to this woman. And next time she gets in touch to browbeat you or suggest getting together or, hey, what are you doing? Take your time. Invite her over to make dinner together. And you have to give her a united front you can't get together with her on one day and tell her it's all her fault and i expect you to fix this with your friends and family and i'll go and help you do that when you confront everybody and support you but that's that you have to fix that but i will definitely support you in in your effort to do that you can't tell her that and then the very next week just throw all that crap out the window and allow her to start browbeating you because She's coming at you from 10 different directions and it's like you don't see it coming. It's like you get used to her smacking you in the face and you're smart enough to back up. I mean, I'm using a metaphor here. But then she runs around behind you and she whacks you in the back of the head and you turn around and you know, and she just keeps coming at you. The next time she comes down below and you weren't seeing her, she throws something and hits you in the head. It's just they come at you from 50 different directions, dude, and Unfortunately, you're flailing, bro. You're you're flailing and you're not passing her tests. And you're you're basically the same place you've been for the last six months. So it's I mean, I'd love to do another phone session with you, but if we do another phone session and you just keep doing what you've been doing wrong, it's I appreciate the business, but it's not gonna work. So if you just do the things we talked about, I mean when you have done the things we talked about, things have gotten better. But as soon as it looks like you're getting somewhere, then you go right back to chasing her and, and letting her dictate the pace. And it's just it's not what I suggest. So if you're in a similar situation and you're scratching your head going, what the hell happened? How do I fix this? Go to my website, understandingrelationships.com. Click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page and book a fo- coaching session with yours truly. And also, if this is the first video, definitely go subscribe to the newsletter. You can read my first book. 
3% Man for free. You can also read my second book, Mastering Yourself, for free as well. All you got to do is subscribe to the email newsletter at understandingrelationships.com. And until next time, I will talk to you soon.